Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung, and I'm so grateful to you for joining us as we take a look at the book. If you have your Bible handy, let's go to the book of Genesis. It's the book of beginnings, but it is the foundation for all of biblical prophecy. Today, we're going to be talking about the properties of Bible prophecy. There are some properties that have been promised to the Jewish people. Real estate, that is 10 times what they have today. We want you to study this with us. It's very important so that you can understand what is happening in the Middle East and why it is happening. So get your Bibles handy. We'll go to the book of Genesis. We'll have our study, and when we come back, I will tell you how you can get your own copy of this five-hour audio series on CD entitled Genesis, The Foundations of Biblical Prophecy. Right now, though, let's study about the properties of Bible prophecy. Zechariah chapter 12 talks about Jerusalem to become a cup of trembling. Notice in verse 1 what he says first. The burden of the word of the Lord for Israel, saith the Lord, which stretcheth forth the heavens, and layeth the foundations of the earth, and formeth the spirit of man within him. He sets it all up. He brings everything into existence, and he reminds the readers of the prophet Zechariah, Hey, I'm the one that did it. Now I can give you what's going to happen in the future. Verse 2, Jerusalem will become a cup of trembling. Verse 3, a burdensome stone. What's that talking about? It's apocalyptic literature. A cup of trembling. Well, you have to go back to the book of Proverbs to read where it says, when the cup that has the juice of the vine starts to move, it's trembling. It's intoxicating. Don't touch it. And so he's saying Jerusalem ultimately It's going to be an intoxicating location. And those who control it, chapter 1 says, I am jealous, aggressively possessive for Jerusalem. I'm sore displeased with those who are at ease, arrogantly secure in this land and in Jerusalem. I will come back. This is chapter 1, verses 14, 15, and 16. I will come back and build my temple. In Jerusalem, it's going to be the center of the earth. Babylon, Babylon was a prototype of one world government. Nimrod, he was the king of Babylon. He was the one world leader over a one world government. That was the prototype. Babylon was said by the prophets that it had to be destroyed. Isaiah 13 and 14, Jeremiah 50 and 51, and the book of Revelation chapter 18 in verses 10, 17, and 19 of chapter 18, Babylon will be destroyed in one hour. Seven times in Jeremiah 50 and 51, Babylon will be destroyed, never an inhabitant. It must be destroyed. Babylon. Iraq. You want to know why the United States military is in Iraq today? To restore Babylon. That's the reason. Revelation 17, 17, God says, I use world leaders to accomplish my will. I believe, I don't care what you think of George Bush. I don't care what you think of the Iraqi war. I believe. See, you don't know maybe. Saddam Hussein was setting up a Jerusalem army, 7 million soldiers, all of them with weapons training, 2,000 suicide bombers, 
they were going to Jerusalem to liberate it. God looked at, I'm just imagining, I wasn't there. God looked out of heaven and said, what's going on? What is Saddam doing? He's going to Jerusalem? Jesus? I never wrote that. I'm just imagining. I think Jesus looked at God the Father. I'm just imagining. And said, Lord, you can't let that happen. He said, I know it. Jesus said, what are you going to do, Father? He looked and said, Think I'll get me a cowboy <laughs> and go over there with a six shooter and find that little weasel in a hole someplace. I'll stop him. <laughs> now I'm just imagining I wasn't there. But the end result I do know did happen. Well, hey, quickly, quickly, quickly. The Garden of Eden. I said there's one river that flows out of it. I was doing a radio broadcast one day with a rabbi. It was a live broadcast. His name was Chaim Richmond. He's the expert on the red heifer. He's the number two man at the Temple Institute preparing to build the temple. And in the course of conversation, we were talking about Jerusalem and what was going on. They had built the largest mosque in the Middle East in Jerusalem. They took out the artifacts. They destroyed them. There's a television program that I did with Gabby Barkai, who has taken the artifacts, and they're looking through them now. It's unbelievable because the, the Muslims want to say there's no evidence of a presence of a Jew on the Temple Mount. Hello? You take all the facts off. How can you prove it? And so they had done that, and I was talking. This rabbi said to me, and the reason we think that the Temple Mount is so important is because that's where the foundation stone is. And I said, what's the foundation stone? He said, the foundation stone, that's where God created Adam. And at that point, having never heard that, and looking like an ignoramus already, I changed the subject in the interview, you know. But the next morning I went to see the rabbi. I say, Rabbi, tell me about this. You believe that the Temple Mount, that foundation stone under the Dome of the Rock, is the center of the Garden of Eden? Yes, sir. For 5,767 years we believed that. Yes, sir. Oh. See that one river? Oh, you know the one river where it is, the Gihon River. That's where old David on his deathbed got up on his side and said to his servant, go get me some water from the Gihon. I want to anoint Solomon to be king. My video out there, the three looks at Jerusalem. Talk about the water. We go to the Gihon. The archaeologist that's taking me through the old city of Jerusalem, this archaeological dig, says that his son, who's a Navy SEAL in Israel, with three of his buddies, put on their equipment, swam up the Gihon underneath the Dome of the Rock where it was gushing out of the springs underneath it. The Garden of Eden's original site, the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. Oh, by the way, Remember yesterday we read about Lucifer in the Garden of Eden, the holy mountain of God? That phrase is used 18 times in the Bible. Two times referring to the Garden of Eden, the other 16 times referring to the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. Where God started it all, God 
will conclude it. What did God give the first Adam? Dominion. Where was that? Garden of Eden. What does he give the second Adam? Dominion. Where? The Temple Mount. Synonymous places. Oh, in the Garden of Eden, during the Millennial Kingdom, Revelation chapter 2, verse 7, for those who are overcomers, there will be the tree of life in the Garden of Paradise, the Garden of Eden. How do you think people will sustain life for a thousand years? Physical bodies eating of the tree of life. In the New Jerusalem, Chapter 22, there's a tree of life also. The tree of life on the Temple Mount. Jerusalem, the original site of the Garden of Eden. That's why the Muslims want it. They don't want God's plan to be fulfilled. That's why Jerusalem a cup of trembling, a burdensome stone. And we're here watching this unfold. Stage is set. All the actors in place. Curtain is about to go up on what God's prophetic word said would happen. We're eyewitnesses. Father, Thank you for your precious holy word. How marvelous it is to be able to study it. It's amazing. It's articulate. It's accurate. It's authoritative. It's absolute. And we're so thrilled that you've given us this information to be able to glean from the pages of the sacred scriptures that we need to know in the times in which we live. Thank you for the privilege. And should there be someone here this morning not prepared for that event, the coming of Christ, might they realize they must admit they're a sinner, believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, and call upon him to save them. And let them do that this day before it's eternally too late. Thank you for what you're going to do because your word was preached. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so very much for joining us as we've taken a look at the book. We want you to have your own copy of this five-hour audio series on CD entitled Genesis, The Foundations of Biblical Prophecy. You see, prophecy does not start in the book of Isaiah, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, Daniel, Malachi, or Revelation. It starts in the book of Genesis. That's thus then the title of our series, Genesis, The Foundations of Bible Prophecy. You can get your own copy of this five-hour audio series on CD by calling our toll-free number. It's 877-674-3298. Now, that's toll-free from across America. Let me give it again, 877-674-3298. Or you can go to our website and make your order of this series, Genesis, the Foundations of Bible Prophecy. Go to the website address, prophecytoday.com. By the way... You know what the Bible teaches? The Bible teaches that as we look at the current events unfolding in our world today, it seems like the rapture could happen today. And you know, that is absolutely the truth. And having said that, there's nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until.